0: Coming up on today's show, what about that 401k? It's only as good as you make it, and you can make it better. We've got alternatives right after this.
1: And now, The Truth About Money with Bruce Weinstein and Tim Travis. Welcome to The Truth About Money with Bruce Weinstein, Premier Southwest Planning Group, and Tim Travis. From t Capital Management, both fiduciaries and working in concert, To make sure that your money is going to get you to and through your retirement and you guys can speak not only to the investment part but all the little details in between to do with well this first segment we're going to talk about 401ks because there's more than a target date fund out there and i thought we could talk about what makes a lousy 401k is really in the eye of the beholder, isn't it, Bruce? Be it high fees or limited offerings or so
2: forth? On the 401k fees, so there, there, there are usually two fees or three fees that are in a plan that are all different for all different types of plans because they depend on how big they are. Most of the plans in Arizona are smaller size plans, but internally in each plan, you're going to have mutual fund or fund expense ratios. That's number one. Now, these are all disclosed to you every single year because they send you a a summary disclosure document and they have to be reported on to uh, the government, ERISA, on a Form 5500. And you could pull it up and you could find out how much the financial advisor is earning, how much the fees are for certain things. And when you look at these total fees in the plan, sometimes if it's not a matching 401k and remember what happened during COVID is the government gave everybody that was an employer the opportunity not to have to match into the plan. And a lot of them didn't start it back up again. Mm -hmm. So if you're putting less than $7,500 a year away, sometimes it's just a better alternative to buy an IRA and then you could buy whatever you want. Um, You know, you could buy individual stocks, you could buy bonds, you could buy options and things like we do, Um, or obviously you can give us a call and we can help you to achieve that. Um, Again, we never recommend that you leave a plan at your place of work when you leave. So always take that plan with you because you don't know how many more times the company is going to change their plans and move them over. Sometimes they don't find you. I've had people with tons of plans that are just laying in different places, much better to consolidate them. So you, you want to consider the fees in every single plan, the mutual fund fees, the fees that are they're paying to the advisor, the fees to have the plan are sometimes paid by the employees and not the employer. So when an employer starts a plan, every plan charges that employer a per head cost per month. And sometimes the employer will feed that cost down to the employee. So there's, you know, let us take a look at it. we'll, We'll tell you if you give us the right information what you're paying.
1: Sure. And here's the number to do that. 800-796-9912. 800-796-9912. You're listening to The Truth About Money. And 401ks is how we opened up this discussion. I want to talk about opening a taxable brokerage account. Tim, would you like to speak to this?
0: Absolutely. I mean, if, if, if your company's not matching... It really doesn't make a ton of sense not to just open up uh, you know your own IRA, but also open up a, a taxable brokerage account. Just get get started, get the process going., uh, you know, the earlier you start investing, you get the benefits of the compounding and it just it just pays massive dividends figuratively and literally. And so it's a simple thing to do. Uh, we use Schwab as our custodian, uh, and so you know they're fantastic. They make it really easy, and uh, and absolutely, I just Bruce and I make it a point to to talk to clients and talk to their kids and really say, you know, we should set up the education accounts for the children, uh, and and get that activated at an early age, and then keep contributing, set up monthly contributions, something that keeps you on plan. And, uh, and that makes a big difference. Because, you know, it's, it's really easy if you if you don't have it set up automatically. Sometimes you'll just let that money accumulate in your bank account, and not have it working for you. And so that's something where where we definitely suggest automating that.
1: Sure, you want to automate that, that structure. Um, What about the dollar amounts in an open taxable brokerage account?
0: Tim? Well, I mean, I mean, really, you can do any amount on on a taxable account. Uh, so, so you can get started with you know a few thousand dollars, and or, or you could do much more, of course. Uh, so, so the good thing about a taxable account is that it's flexible. It can be invested in anything. Uh, you know, uh, you can enable margin if that's something you want. I don't recommend doing that unless you're a pretty sophisticated investor. Uh, on an IRA, there, you know, you can invest. Uh, you can invest up to about 5,500 or, or they change it, you know, every couple of years. Um, So they increase the amount that you can contribute, but the benefit of the taxable account is that you can contribute much more uh, into the account because you're going to pay taxes on it. Uh, So it's not, it's not limited at that level. So having both is a a great idea. And so max out your IRAs or your 401k contributions, if you can, and then, you know, surplus savings, you want to get that invested, you know, preferably a taxable account.
1: Sure. You get, get creative, uh, right? Bruce, even if you have a perfectly fine 401k, good reason to get creative and do some other accounts.
2: Yeah, always because your 401k, which I've said a hundred times is not going to be the sole planning tool for you to create income streams in retirement. We've said that a hundred times and it, and it's a, you know, accumulate as much money as you can. But at the end of the day, we're really looking at income. So we got to change our frame of thought now to income planning. And so by utilizing multiple accounts, like Tim is saying, you're creating different streams of income and you're also utilizing the strategies that we're going to teach you to, to, to get more than the sustainable withdrawal rate, which everyone talks about, uh, which is very low. Uh, So, for example, if you have a million, I've said this a bunch of times, and it's important that we keep repeating ourselves because then it'll get more clear and clear. A million dollars in a taxable account when you retire is $35,000 a year of gross income. When you take taxes out, you're going to be paying close to $25,000, depending on your tax bracket. So you know, you a million dollars is a lot of money, but twenty-five thousand isn't a lot of money. Would would there be a way if we had additional products in place to maximize or take higher withdrawals than three and a half percent, and maybe take seventy-five thousand dollars a year out of there without the fear of running out? And we have tools to show you this, and there's a there's a software program that that really is fantastic that we would love to show you to teach you how to do this. If you're over 55 or 60 years old, don't be afraid to ask if you have in-service withdrawals so that you can get out and get your money into something that perhaps would be more than just the 401k mutual funds they have. I would bet that about 75% of clients that I have in 401ks are all in target date funds. They don't understand how to invest their money there are different processes and forms available that they give you from the 401k for education of how to do it, but people don't do it. So they put it into a target date and late set it and forget it. That is not a good thing to do. So by utilizing your option, if it's available in your plan and you have a bunch of money in there and you can go ahead and you can get that plan out and roll it to an IRA, even though you still work there, you can keep contributing. Now we have the asset under control in an IRA, and we're able to manage that asset in a lot more uh, uh, financial products than a mutual fund, or a lot more investments, I'm sorry, than a mutual fund. And so these are the things that you need to be considering. And a lot of, and you don't know about this, but we do it all the time and we recommend it all the time. So fees. You know how much I could put away different strategies to create different income streams, utilizing a higher withdrawal than what we get from Monte Carlo with a a sustainable withdrawal rate. These are the things that you got to be looking at even while you're retired, you know, so that's why you want to call us.
0: Sure. You know, one, one thing I'd add to Bruce uh, said it right. Like if you can, you know, uh, do an in-service uh, uh, rollover, that's a no brainer. And like he said, a lot of companies will an- allow you to do that. But another thing that we could do, so definitely give us a call is, is we can actually help manage your 401k assets while they're in that plant. So we have relationships that enable us to do that. And you might be limited in the flexibility, so the, the investment options that are in that plan, but we can help you really you know, do the asset allocation and, and fund selection or whatever your plan enables. So give us a call, let us review it, and uh, and we can see what's the best solution there.
1: Of course, both of you fiduciaries and offering your service on a consultation basis for no cost, no obligation, right?
0: Absolutely. We'd love to hear from you and love to get that going.
1: 800-796-9912, 800-796-9912. Use the number, reach out, and get on the schedule. They hold several appointments open each week, and they're going to wriggle you in no matter what during holiday time. But as we're getting close to um, the end of the year, year-end, for taxes, you want to make sure that your money is going to be um, appropriate for what you want to achieve. Again, the number is 796 800 796 nine nine one two eight hundred seven nine six ninety nine twelve you're listening to the truth about money with bruce weinstein and tim travis i'm jackie selby your consumer advocate and on our next segment not uncommon for people to put off retirement planning with a professional due to their preconceived notions so i thought we could get around to myths excuses and justifications oh my truth about money. Thanks so much for tuning in this weekend. Bruce Weinstein from Premier Southwest Planning Group, registered in investment advisory firm, their fiduciary, Tim Travis works with him. He's a registered investment advisor, CEO of TNT Capital Management. In other words, they're prepared and qualified to attack this very thing, myths, excuses, and justifications, why you should be talking to a professional about your finances. I'm Jackie Selby, your consumer advocate. Here's one of the rationales, because I feel like folks, they hear this, that, and the other over the gardening fence, or they're watering, or they're at the grocery store. They hear all kinds of things over the years, and when they get to retirement age, don't you agree, Bruce? They're like, wait a minute, I already heard that this is this, and that is that. One of the rationalizations. Constantly. Yeah, yes, yes. Constantly.
2: My friend bought one of these i'm going to talk to him about it i said well do you want to talk to him or do you want to talk to somebody who's got 35 years of experience that has to be compliance approved to sell the product and understands the differences between the different companies frustrating for tim and i to you know listen to people that want to get other advice from other people yeah and then i feel bad for our audience that goes online and then just brings up a lot of information which you know, then they read about things that, you know, some of them are true and some of them aren't. I think what's really, really, really important is understanding someone that you feel comfortable with that can walk you through complicated issues. Okay. And so therefore, you're going to have questions eventually, Um, you're going to normally put that statement in your drawer and not look at it. We're going to take the statement out of the drawer and we're going to look at it and we're going to make suggestions, okay? Obviously, our first consultation is always free, so it doesn't cost anything to talk to us. In fact, I drove out pretty far to some of the listeners' homes because they were older and they didn't want to drive to Scottsdale Mm -hmm. Um, because I have three offices in Scottsdale, one in Phoenix, two offices in Scottsdale, one in Phoenix, so I drove out there to help these people. You know, I do it because you know it's not for us just to make a living. It's really that we care, yeah, and that we're fiduciaries, and we really want to help people um, so that they could go to bed at night and and like in other forums that we've spoken on to as far as how, you know, they're getting depressed about seeing their money go down and making, you know, individual stock picks and just doing things, trying to make money. It's very difficult to do. You got to really, really, really have a plan. And that's what we're saying here is let's get a plan together. Let's get a plan of attack. Let's get an income plan. Let's get some hardcore numbers down with rationale that You know, something is going to change in your life and expenses are going to change. So how do we combat for change? And what is the plan? The plan has to work under all circumstances, whether it's taxes, inflation, propensity to consume your wealth, technological change. You know, there are so many things that happen throughout someone's lifetime. Could be somebody passes away. Could be somebody gets sick. What contingencies do we have in place so that it won't affect you financially? And so what our job to do is to take these things that you would never want to talk or think about and put them into a plan, whether it's utilizing products to accomplish that goal or putting away a certain amount of money on the side to accomplish that goal and understanding how they all work together. That's our job. And I don't think your neighbor or your friend is going to be able to do that no matter how smart they are.
1: Agreed. The person that you play, um, I don't know, bocce ball with is <laughs> not going to know. But you are, thank goodness. And to reach the truth about money and to talk to Bruce and Tim, let me give the 800 number, 800-796-9912, 800 800- Seven nine six ninety nine twelve. Now, Bruce, don't lie. You didn't mind going out to Sun City recently because you were served some very nice iced tea and you had a great conversation with a wonderful lady, right?
2: And beautiful pictures. Yeah. <laughs> and she had beautiful pictures.
1: Yeah, wonderful, <laughs> wonderful.
2: And a nice cat.
1: I know you're an animal lover. You have two dogs. So here we are.
2: Four right now. I have two pups, another dog, and then my son just brought his dog back. His name is Kahuna, and he's a 150-pound Great Pyrenees, and his bark is bigger than his bite, but his bark is very scary.
1: Oh. All right. What about this rationale, Tim, when we're talking about myths and excuses and justifications? It'll all work out eventually.
0: Well, I mean, we do see it all the time. And, and it's, it's just like ignoring your health or or anything else like that. And, and the reality is, is that, you know, financial mistakes cost you and the cost just keeps building. It's like, you know, you run across people that run big credit card balances and it's like, OK, well, you know, I, I, I'm going to put off paying this, you know, until I, I get some windfall or, or my salary goes up enough to do it. And mm. and so meanwhile, that interest expense just keeps incurring it, on, a, on a monthly basis. You're paying so much and it's really hard to get ahead. You just bury yourself deeper in a hole. The same thing is mistakes of omission. So, you know, having money, I, I talked to a gentleman uh, that's got, you know, several hundred thousand dollars just sitting in a checking account. It's not even in, you know, a CD or a high yield savings account. It's literally in a checking account. Oh. And when I talk to him about the the foregone interest, you know, conservative, even treasury bonds, you know, you're going to get five, five percent, you know, over five percent on short term treasury bonds, let alone, you know, on the corporate seven or eight. Uh, percent type side. Oh. And so it, it really made him kind of sick, you know, thinking about it. And it's just you get in this habit and and we had no interest, you know, no real interest rates uh, for, for so long. You get in this habit uh, of keeping the money in the bank where it's, you know, supposedly safe. Meanwhile, inflation's eating, you know, at the purchasing power of that money. Mm-hmm. So, you know, take the step, get that consultation and and let's let's set up a plan, like Bruce said. Let's let's confront, you know, your spending. Let's confront make sure that that your money's working as hard as possible for it. You know, another thing that I would add is it's really the surveillance of the portfolio that's important too. Ah. So, you know, everyone's got their jobs, they have they have things that they're doing and and trying to make money, taking care of their family, uh, taking care of their house. You know, we all have so many responsibilities. Having someone who is watching your portfolio, watching your investments on a daily basis is a huge advantage. You know, stocks fluctuate, bonds fluctuate. So for instance, when we get a really big rally, you know, recently we did get a big rally and, and we were able to take a lot of profits and and, and take risk off the table for folks. Uh, conversely, when the market plummets, you know, those are great buying opportunities, but you've got to be you know, watching it and monitoring it. And so that's really what we'll provide for you. You know, an analogy I'd give is, is uh, I've got a big garden and I have a, a, a gardener that comes weekly. Uh, but honestly, it's just not enough. Meanwhile, you know, there's, there's other houses out in my area and they're, they literally have someone living on the property, taking care of it. You know, every day they're manicuring it and they have just these beautiful, beautiful properties and and gardens. And and that's what we want to do for your portfolio. We want to provide that. And it's a a very affordable thing.
1: I like that. That's great. That's wonderful. I can picture that. And it doesn't have to be a big, expensive garden either. You just want it to be pruned properly. Correct. Yeah. I, I like this one. Uh, how often people probably say to you, listen, I have a 401k plan. I'm all set.
2: And it's an easy question. How many multi-multi-millionaires and the wealthiest to one-tenth of one percent of people in the world have became that way of having all their money in their 401k plans? <laughs> Not any. So if you think you're set, then, then, then you're set. You know, you're fine. You can sustain all the wealth building eroding fact wealth building and eroding factors that are out there that play a, a game against the purchasing power of your money that's put in one place you need to own things in order to be financially success, uh, set I hate to tell you that it's going to be more than a 401k plan I, I believe I even spoke about a guy and I, I know I'm writing a book right now and I know I put it in my book I know the man who invented the 401k plan wishes he never did it because what it did was it took the pressure off of all the business owners oh. providing a defined benefit uh, plan to all their employees that worked there for 30 years and gave them a guaranteed income for the rest of their life as to laying the risk off to the employee to invest their own money. I believe they even tried to do that during the Bush era with social security, allowing us to invest our own social security money in the private markets. Um, I don't have a comment on that, whether it's right or wrong. But what I do have a comment on is that if you think you're going to be set with all your money in your 401k plan, you better read a little bit more about how much income that will provide for you and your family and how fast you'll run out of it in the event that something happens that you're not aware of, that you have no control of.
1: Um, this is the number to reach out to the show. The Truth About Money, as you can tell, Bruce has plenty of wisdom in this area, as does Tim. 800-796-9912. Free consultation. Sit down with them. 800-796-9912 welcome back to the truth about money with Bruce Weinstein from premier Southwest Planning Group and Tim Travis of t and Capital Management both fiduciaries. I'm Jackie Selby, your consumer advocate. Hope you're having a great weekend. Let's talk about taxes. I don't need no stinking taxes, Bruce. What are you going to do with all these taxes?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, taxes are not just federal and state taxes. They're also social security taxes, which is payroll tax. They're also sales tax, which you don't have in Montana. They're also real estate taxes. If you own a house, there are so many different taxes, even when you rent a car that I've never heard of. Oh yeah. And you go to a a country that's outside the United States and then they charge you that VAT tax, VAT. So when you look at taxes, there are so many taxes. And in my opinion, the taxes that we can control are ones that would not happen in the event that the income that you're receiving is tax-free. We've spent a lot of time on 401ks and, and uh, uh, talking about, you know, consider a partial in-service withdrawal. These are things that are really, really designed to help you and allow Tim and I to give you more opportunity for money. But let's just have an example and let's pretend here. Good. Good. Let's say that we were able to move $200,000 of your money into a self-directed IRA, which we would direct the money for you and invest it appropriately, not just in mutual funds, but ETFs, stocks, bonds, options, anything that we can do to maximize that return things that you will not be able to do. And now we're sitting with this great asset, right? Now we have a a choice because it could be, if you're self-employed, it could be a SEP, a self-employed, self-employer pension plan, or it could just be a regular IRA. And as we know, you could put in, depending on how old you are, between six to $8,000 in there. There's a catch-up provision when you get over 50 years old. So now I have to make a decision. Where do I put... Or where should I continue to put my money? Well, once you hit that $200,000, you you know, I'm assuming you've done this for the last 25 years, you've hit the compounding interest stage. The first 20 years of your money is going to be very small because it gets to a point, like Tim said, where compound interest starts working for you. But that doesn't work until you've been funding these things for probably over 20 years. And so now we don't even have to add to this because the more we add to it, it's not gonna create a lot more income. So if I add $5,000 a year for the next 10 years and I add $50,000 to that 200,000, that $50,000 in my terms, just doing my numbers super quick is only going to create, with interest, is only going to create another couple thousand dollars a year of income. Oh, what we really want to do right now is is there another product that can create tax free income, right? Like a Roth IRA and could allow us to leverage or take more income from the 401k that we have our control on our hands over and our control over right now? And the answer to that question. Is life insurance. Why life insurance would I use as a potential coordination move with my assets put into an IRA? Well, think about it. The characteristics of life insurance are that it's creditor protected in the state of Arizona. Whether you die or live after two years, as long as you name somebody in your family or a trust that names your family the beneficiary, all the cash, like an IRA, is creditor protected that is very big in a litigious society yeah number two yeah number number two once you pay for the next 10 years you stop paying and the income that comes out is tax exempt and I've said this before. I didn't say tax-free like a municipal bond. I said tax-exempt. That means that all of the money that comes from our social sec- or from our social security income is going to um, be taxable to the extent that your income from your assets that you're taking is a certain amount. Well, all of the income that you get from that life insurance policy is tax-exempt and therefore has no implication or taxes that it will cause on your social security income. Nobody knows this. So you so now that's the second part. Third part, it's not correlated to the stock or bond market. Once the money goes in and once you start seeing money grow in the contract, it's a high interest savings account. It's not an investment. Do not compare this to your 401k or your brokerage account that's that Tim manages. You're not going to make a higher rate of return. You are going to have a non-correlated investment to the stock or bond market. And once money goes in there and the money goes up, it never goes back down. So there is no volatility on cash value of life insurance. The fourth and most important thing that we can do is we can look at that non-correlated asset that whether it's the death benefit or the cash value, and I can go on, but I'm only going to go to four, Okay, all right? all right. And we could we could use that as a buffer. So in other words, one of the biggest pressure pressures that your financial advisor that we have is creating an income stream. And that's why we adhere to the sustainable withdrawal rate of three and a half. With life insurance, we can increase our sustainable withdrawal rates to seven to thirteen percent. So instead of taking uh, fourteen thousand dollars out of two hundred thousand dollars that you have, we're going to take um, you know closer to twenty thousand dollars. Why are we going to do that? Because what happens is that you don't know what your rate of return is when you started at the beginning of the year. Nobody knows what the market's going to do for a full year. So we evaluate that. If the market had not returned 7 to 10% like we expected, we go take it from the life insurance cash value as is, is our uh, additional source of income. And if we can do that three times during our life expectancy, we will sustain a withdrawal of a much higher amount on our 401k plan for the rest of our lives. So now this is it's, we use it. So we use the life insurance kind of kind of as a buffer. Let's just say, so that takes pressure. So we don't keep withdrawing money out of our four hundred and one k when the market's going down. That's what disseminates a four hundred and one k plan. So these are probably in this show in this segment is the most important reason why you want to talk to us because I don't know very many people that do this that are out there there's a handful of us all over the country that were educated in a proper way to really learn how to take income streams. And so there, and, and one of the people that endorsed this is a guy by the name of Wade Fowl. So if anybody wants to look up a guy, there's only good things on the internet about him. He's a PhD in financial services. He wrote the curriculum for the, um, for the American college for the RICP and CFP programs. And he endorsed it and has a white paper on what we're speaking about in very general terms. So these things are the things that where my planning hat comes on, why Tim and I have such a strong relationship because he can be focused on you really managing that money. And then I come along with this insurance policy and say, okay, Tim, if you didn't make any money this year, go ahead and stop it. We'll go ahead and take. Money, uh, either withdrawal or borrow against the cash of the policy. And therefore, you have time to let that money grow again. It takes pressure off the money. Kind of hard to understand, but real easy when you're sitting in front of a computer with a lot of the uh, examples of what we're speaking about.
1: And that's exactly what folks can do is to sit down and see that presentation for themselves. You're listening to The Truth About Money with Bruce Weinstein and Tim Travis. That's actually fascinating. How do you spell the name of that author that you mentioned?
0: Uh,
2: Wade Fowl is W-A-D-E and the last name is spelled P as in Paul, F as in Frank, A-U. Oh, great. Bella.
1: Great. We'll, we'll have a look for him. What is an in-service rollover? Anyways, what does that mean?
2: We spoke about that. Uh, Tim, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, we spoke about it. It's just,
0: it's basically saying that that even though you're still working at a company, you're of an age where you can do a rollover of your 401k. Uh, sometimes the age is 55, sometimes it's 59 and a half. Uh, but yeah, talk to your administrator of your 401k plan and, and see if they do in service rollovers and what the requirements are. But it's a great tool. That way you're not limited to these kind of crappy 401k options. A lot of them use those target dated funds or mm-hmm. just really generic stuff. Whereas once you get that into an IRA, you really have all of all of the tools in your toolkit. Uh, so it's it's definitely worthwhile to do so.
1: Do you want to talk about avoiding retirement tax worries, Tim? How do we do that going into our retirement?
0: Well, you know, I mean, it's, it's a good question. And a lot of people obsess about taxes to the point where they almost don't want to make any money. And, right. and that's crazy, yeah. you know. So our philosophy is maximizing after-tax income. And so, you know, what we do is we look at what are the options that are available. You know, and so, and so, you know, in today's environment, there are op- opportunities such as municipal bonds, where where you can get basically an, an after-tax uh, uh, yield of about you know seven percent when you factor in the, the tax savings. So you might buy a bond for for a four and a half percent yield, and if you're at a thirty percent tax rate that's the tax equivalent of like a seven and a half percent bond. So those are the types of things that will do also, you know, long-term capital gains. Uh, So, so it's, it's very beneficial in your taxable accounts to hold securities for a a long amount of time. So over a year, and they're treated at a lower tax level. Mm. And so, so that's another key tool instead of just going in and out of different securities. Uh, But, but, that's that's one of the things that we're going to look at, and and another thing. Just yesterday, uh, I was helping a a lovely couple from North Carolina, and we were we were doing the Roth con uh, the the Roth conversions. Another great way to uh, you know generate tax free income in retirement is by converting some of that traditional IRA or 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 um, you know, leftover 401k uh, type assets, converting it into a Roth IRA, and then all of the growth from there is tax free. So we take a holistic view. And the focus, as I said, is maximizing after tax income.
1: Very good. That is so absolutely helpful. And I'm glad that you mentioned that you help people all around the United States because, you know, those who listen in Scottsdale, that doesn't mean that they live here all the time, Um, you know, uh, but you're able to help them when they go back to their to their own state. And um, that's good that you're able to span the United States uh, between the two of you. I appreciate that part. We can dive into questions and answers from the radio audience. Next on the next segment, any additional comments? We have about a minute left on this segment.
0: I, I mean, I mean, I think I think really we covered a lot of it. Uh, I think I think really having a relationship between you know your financial advisor and and your accountant, if you use an accountant, is a is a good thing. Uh, that way, you know, like when you are doing a Roth conversion, you have to pay taxes on on what you're converting on yeah and so and so that's something but if it doesn't boost you to a higher tax rate, then it's well worth doing. So kind of linking those two financial professionals together and and once again working on a holistic plan. Uh, is helpful. Or, you know, if you're working with your financial advisor, I mean, we're not tax professionals, but we can definitely, you know, provide insight. So just the more information, uh, the more we know about your situation, the better our recommendations can be.
1: 800-796-9912, 800-796-9912 on the truth about money with your questions and their answers next. Hey, welcome back to The Truth About Money. It's time for questions and answers with Bruce Weinstein from Premier Southwest Planning Group. And Tim Travis, CEO of T&T Capital Management. Between the two of them, they really cover all aspects to get you fixed in your retirement. And we take some fun questions from folks. Well, I think they're fun anyway. Jackie Selby, your consumer advocate. You have questions, they have answers. And this question is from Jerry, and he there's an anthem. Tim? Let's say I have a portfolio of three stocks. One of the stocks has gained 229%, while the other two have only gained 50% each. Why would I sell a portion of the big stock to buy stocks, you know, that are kind of not earning as well? I I see it kind of like firing your best salesman and hiring a mediocre salesperson who's not helping your business thrive as much. What do you say to to this comparison? Thanks, Jerry.
0: Well, so it's a great question. I mean, you know, a lot of people chase performance, mm. and and it's almost always a, a recipe for investment failure. And you see it like uh, the the hot mutual funds, for instance. Uh, Kathy Wood, Ark Investments, she had a spectacular year in twenty twenty during during the pandemic and the lockdowns, and posted fantastic returns, and then you know, so many people, billions and billions of dollars piled into that fund. Mm. And it's been an atrocious performer ever since. Oh, dear. And and so so the key, Gerald, is really to look at, okay, what, what, is, what do you think that stock that's up the most is worth? If it's trading at a discount to its intrinsic value, then sure, you know, hold on to it, buy more, uh, whatever. Uh, conversely, the stocks that haven't done as well uh, yet maybe those will be the best performers in the future sometimes you know the market moves and ebbs and flows different industries go in and out of favor so that's why it's important to really you know understand okay what what is this stock worth in an intrinsic value and what is the gap that that that's a much better uh, way of looking at things than just chasing performance either way same thing you know you don't want to you don't want to just sell a stock because it's gone down, you know, stocks are gonna go down. It's, it's almost like, you know, not, not wanting uh, to experience turbulence, uh, but going on an airplane, and then as soon as you get turbulence, which you know is inevitable, jumping out. You don't wanna do that, right? And it's the same thing with stocks. So use valuation as your basis. Uh, if you don't feel comfortable analyzing the securities yourself, then that's a great reason to work with an advisor you know that's that's what we do and and we take the time to you know look at the cash flows the balance sheet and provide that service for you
1: great and and to reach out and talk to Tim about this 800-796-9912 800-796-9912 thank you Jerry for that question we appreciate you listening to the show the truth about money here on KTAR we really do all right Edward and Mace has a question I've got $75,000 sitting in my checking account at the bank. This is not part of my emergency fund, Bruce. What can I do with this money to put it to work for me? Thanks in advance.
2: We have investments right now that we could put it into, I call it like our high interest savings account. We put it together with four different funds. It pays almost, you know, net of 5% interest every single month that could attract you uh, because you're making very little money if none in your checking account and you know, 5% of 75,000, sh- you know, shy of $4,000 a year uh, of free money. Right. Uh, it pays monthly. There's no charge to buy and sell. Um, Tim and I don't charge a lot of money in our fees to do this. It's on a different platform, all with, you know, custodial held by Schwab. So that's option one. So very specifically, that would be the first change. But what I would do is I would sit down with, uh, with Tim and I, and I would look and see what your goal is for that. You may say to us, well, I'm not going to touch this money for 10 years. And then, you know, we, we can do things for you, especially in the fixed environment based on your age or, if, you know, if you're younger. We can do a lot better things than having it sitting in a check-in account. But again, we're not going to jump from cash to a stock unless we know for a fact what your tolerance is. And I got a pretty good feeling from your question that you're not very risky. And that the reason why it's at a check-in is you like to see your money and you like to see it continually grow and you don't like to see it go down. Mm. So these are the conversations that we'll have to do together. And I think we could come up with a great solution.
1: Thank you, Edward, for your question. And Bruce, the other thing is, um, as you talked about in an earlier segment, and that is a, a life insurance policy. Insure that money, right?
2: Yeah, there's no question. I mean, we there are there are actually policies out there that people don't know about called a single premium, and they're pretty cool because you you put in seventy five thousand dollars, and, and you, you technically this is for people over fifty nine years old because that you you lose a small tax benefit. Um, on distribution. You don't get it tax exempt. But you do, there, there's ways for me to set that up to do that. But technically, if I just put in 75,000, I would lose that. But the money is creditor protected while it's in there. The money grows tax deferred. The death benefit is always tax free. And so the $75,000 over 10 years, if you did it for 10 years, starts making money in four years, you're at about a three to four percent tax deferred interest rate on that, you know, and you get life insurance. So how bad of a deal could that be? What do I need life insurance for? Well, mm-hmm. let's talk about that. I need life insurance for several reasons. I want to use it as leverage against my other assets so I could take higher income streams from my other assets using strategies. There's tons of reasons. Remember one thing that you have been told your entire life is that you don't need it when you retire. And I have broken that rule over the last two months by specifically even saying, okay, well, what happens to my wife's social security if I die? Well, you lose her social security. She gets yours, which is higher. And most people don't know that wouldn't it be nice to have a life insurance policy to replace a good chunk of that money that you just lost? So I don't see how you, you never need it. I mean, if you're super wealthy and you have your money structured perfectly in the proper trust, then you don't need it to pay for estate taxes. Then you may be okay. You don't need it for long-term care insurance because you have enough to self-fund it. But 90% of the time of what I and the people that I work with, there's definitely a need for it. And, you know, and it's really worth utilizing it. It, All it's going to do is make you more money. Don't get analytical and try to compete against another investment. That's not what Tim and I are doing. Mm -hmm. We're managing the two together to create the highest possible income streams in the best situation for you as an investor?
1: I love it. All right, to reach out, that's a very, very good question. Ed, thank you for reaching out from Mesa, the number here on the show, the truth about money, 800 796 9912. What are you going to lose? You got nothing to lose to call, call and talk to the fellows about this very thing, 800 796 9912. Now Frank has a question, and he said he heard Dave Ramsey talking about an eight percent distribution rate. And Tim, I wondered if you wanted to address that one. That's kind of a crazy thing from Dave Ramsey, isn't it?
0: Yeah, I'd be glad to. It, it is. It is a crazy thing. Uh, so, so the way he said it was that uh, you know because stocks average you know over ten percent a year over the long term, that he's comfortable recommending an eight percent withdrawal rate uh, on, a, on a retirement portfolio. And to give you an idea of what that is, that's that's the amount, the percentage of the account that you can take out every year uh, without you know outliving out your money uh, is the withdrawal rate. And the problem is, is that first of all, if you're retired, can you really afford to take the risk of, of stock volatility? You know, a hundred percent growth stock allocation which is what he was advocating for. Oh, most people can't can't take that risk. And mm-hmm. and the other thing is sequence risk. So if 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 the market has a bad year, you know, for the first 2 years of retirement, now your nest egg is substantially less. Meanwhile, you're withdrawing 8% each year. So so you're increasing the odds of Uh, retirement failure uh, dramatically by doing that it just it makes it makes absolutely no sense the math does not work uh you know retirement retirement spending is not built on average averages it's it's built off money right and so you know i mean the the nasdaq dropped 80 percent peak to trough uh, at, after 2000, you know we've had multiple years of down 30 percent, 40 percent, multiple bear markets like that. So, so in a retirement plan, you know we need to structure it uh, in an asset allocation manner that that can weather all storms. And and while people might like hearing an 8 percent withdrawal rate is 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 realistic, it, it's it's just not. Now there are tools, like there are tools. That can enhance the withdrawal rate. Higher interest rates allow us to probably enhance that withdrawal rate from what it was, you know, four or five years ago. So, so there's good news on that front. Uh, but, but yeah, I, I would I would not you know take seriously a, a comment like that. And and we can get into specifics a, another time on on why it doesn't work. But the main thing is is risk tolerance, sequence risk. Uh, are the the biggest biggest problems with
1: that. Yeah, they're way too high, right, in essence? (laughs) Agreed. Yes. Okay, let's see. Thank you so much for the question, Frank. And we have one from Martha, who's in Sun City. My business has a simple IRA for employees who desire to take part, but uh, we have an advisor who's gone radio silent for eight months. I have 750K in the account. Time to find a new advisor?
2: Question mark? Come on over. yes (laughs) you know our advs and our disclosure documents require us to have an annual review at least i my phone's always open my clients call me all the time they text me it doesn't matter we have enough staff between uh tim and my company the two of our companies we've got one two three four five six we have six people that help us including ourselves Mm -hmm. we have plenty of people to, you know, calculate things for you to help you and, and to, and to do the right things. It's not very difficult, Frank, just, just, just set up a time to call us and just come on by. We'll We'll be happy to take it over, and we'll be happy to do a good job for you.
1: Yes, yes, yes. Martha actually was asking that question, and that's all good. Oh, Mark. yeah It's 800-796-9912, 800-796-9912. I like how you said that, Bruce. You know, it's just that easy, isn't it? It doesn't have to be all. It is. Yeah. Just
2: all, come on by or get on a Zoom. Yeah. It's you know? for heaven's Simple. sakes.
1: Yes. Because somebody who goes missing when you have a bunch of money at stake, I mean, this is not funny at all this is it, no this is no a, this is enough to light a fire in my belly so uh, thank. And, you. and it's
2: happening all over the place because most people don't have succession planning in our business it's really huge it's in every business right now like uh, law firms accounting firms financial planning firms so we have a solid succession plan i've got my daughter in there i've got tim in there because these guys are all younger than me i'm the old folk here at 58. Get so you. You know, I'll be working, obviously, for probably quite a while longer because I love what I do. But, you know, you never know what's going to happen to you. So and and so he God knows he may have passed away. I've seen it a million times.
1: We're going to wrap the show with that, Bruce. Eight hundred seven nine six ninety nine twelve. Eight hundred seven nine six ninety nine twelve on the truth about money. See you next week.
0: Premier Southwest Planning Group LLC is a registered investment advisor. The content of this advertisement is intended for informational purposes only and is not intended to be investment advice. The views expressed in this program are subject to change based on market and other conditions. TNT Capital Management is a registered investment advisor. The content of this advertisement is intended for informational purposes only and is not intended to be investment advice. The views expressed in this program are subject to change based on market and other conditions.